everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sing This. It's a nice build-up. You got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And you got me, Berg. Yes, we are here today. I'm, I'm sure you read the title, but but James Gunn and DC has announced their upcoming slate for movies, TV shows, and whatnot. So this is something that I feel like we need to talk about, one, what they've got on the docket, but two, me and Eric are going to go toe-to-toe in a pitch, elevator pitch. We have cornered Ellie on an elevator to pitch her our ideas for upcoming DC properties, and she is um, um, James Gunn's like go-to girl in, in, in the DC office, so he's going to ask her what she thinks she... So she's going to basically pick which one of our pitches out of the three we each give will go on to be a motion picture. Now, we'll be the winner of Pitch Wars. Is this a new thing we're doing? <laughs> I don't know. Now, I don't know if I told you, Eric. I, did, I think I said that if you come up with the good idea for what to do with something that's been existingly announced, it's fine. But it has to be your take on it. Oh yeah, I went, I went, I went with three very original things. So all right, all right. Uh, nothing, I, nothing, nothing I, that he that I think I saw. I I have one announce the one of the announcement ones. I have a critique of it that I'm like, let me adjust this just ever so slightly. So so that's so that's so that's the only one. So speaking on that note, but before we get too far into this, I want to do something because. It's amazing. And you guys may have already seen it, but I want to watch it together and talk about it real quick, if you don't mind. All right, what's up? Can we watch the SNL trailer for Mario Kart? It was amazing. Oh yes, my God. Absolutely. Have you seen it? All yes, right. it, was, it was so good. <laughs> so you can put it on the screen. I can watch it with you, and then Eric can pull it up too. All right, sure. All right, let's just go here. I was about to say it would have been nice to prep for this, but uh, S and L. All right. So, so <laughs> I, I think after watching that, we've established one. Um, I don't think either of us were prepared to pitch to Ellie. <laughs> properly that was awesome also i think it's blatantly obvious at the time of this recording eric have you watched last of us no i have not yet i know that uh, as, of, as of right now there's three episodes so i guess tonight the fourth one will be out okay because i think we're missing a huge end of that joke <laughs> too with that but um did do, do we need to like a live action mario is pablo pascal like i mean if it's gonna be like that i'll take it Absolutely, that 100%. That was fantastic. Oh, by the way, speaking of which, um, so a few things. One, I want to talk about the Mario movie poster real quick, because uh, they, they released that poster. How do they make Bowser look like Jack Black? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... Don't put it out that all of them look like they're uh, kind of a little yeah. bit like their they're voice actors, which is true, but Bowser especially, they really make him look like Jack, especially in the eyes. You can yeah, yeah, that. that's, and it's and it's one of those things that if you, and I think I said this before, if you showed me an image of Bowser and said, who voices him? Like, the from the this movie, I would be like, that looks like Jack Black. <laughs> so, like, Bowser looks more like Jack Black than they made Poe from Kung Fu Panda look like Jack Black. So, <laughs> any, anyways. But also a very fantastic character. But I, I know that there's some 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 controversy around Rick and Morty and them recasting Rick and Morty's voice. Don't worry, Chris Pratt will be repri- <laughs> will be. <laughs> yeah, hey, he'll be both of them. Yeah, yeah, he he will be both of them. He will do nothing with his voice. So, so there. That's 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 my long winded joke. To, well, to get... thank thank goodness we got that settled. Awesome. Um. I, I really... I, I'm sorry. I have to go back to this trailer. Really yeah, quick. that's what I was going back to. Oh, okay. Go ahead. No. Go, 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 go. Um, SNL is just amazing with this. I think it's great. Um, 
I love the little nuances with the like the glowing blocks and the, you know, trying to make it like a real thing with the, from the creators of one through eight and you know just all of it. It's just it's hilarious and I I, I like it. the blurbs like the 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 New York Times said HBO <laughs> definitely should not have done this. <laughs> I I want like my goal in life is to be a blurb on something. Yes. It is to be like Zinger from Zingness, like, quote, which which I think there was a joke one for Knights of Vader where it was me, like, reviewing episode two of Star Wars, and it's like, it exists. Yes. <laughs> or something. It's, it's I, I just want the most blandest thing possible, but it had my name attached to it, which also I, uh, yeah. goes really well with me about to pitch shows to Ellie. Hey, go ahead, Eric. <laughs> I was going to say last night, so I, I, I started SNL and I was super tired because I watched the boar fest known as Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Yes, yes. We'll, we'll get to that. But uh, I was so just exhausted and bored from watching that, that when I got to SNL, I was just like, ah, and I was like dozing off. But then that came on <laughs> and got me cracking up. But then I like fell asleep like two seconds afterwards, but it was worth it to see that and i was glad that i was actually going to mention something at the end so ellie thank you for bringing that up no no problem i think everyone needs to watch it it's great absolutely so so wait a second eric you've had hot takes on the mcu before yeah so eternals or this or i mean eternals oh, or wakanda forever okay yeah now i'm intrigued. so actually it was funny i was thinking about it last night they both are almost neck and neck for me because wow because both of them have no actual main character. There's too many things going on. There's never, it never feels like there's a central thing and it just drags on and on. And there were so many characters in there that I'm just like, that character didn't need to be there. That character took way too long. There's way too much exposition. There's way too much just people sitting there talking. Legit. One of my least favorite MCU movies. Wow. I need to watch it. I know. I haven't seen or it either yet boring uh seriously a black panther movie and i guess i know that he's dead but basically like 85 percent of the movie has no black panther in it like that'd be like an iron man movie where there's just like no iron man until like the very end like you just you, you want to see the cool stuff i didn't uh, like it i you know it has a really high tomato meter rating which surprises me because there were a few fine elements in there but like I just but then it was funny because I went to I went to Twitter as I was watching it because that was more exciting than than the movie was <laughs> and I started typing in Black Panther and it autofilled to Black Panther boring wow and, and it's just Twitter is just filled and I was just like yes I agree with this I mean everyone was like it was like a lot of people on Twitter were just going this is boring this is a slog this is not fun this is not entertaining I have a question hundred percent hundred percent agree yes since you've seen it. Is it, because um, you know me, I think everyone knows on this um, podcast and people that listen to it that I'm not a big, like, get on the internet and read that stuff. Um, mm. Does it focus too much on honoring the old Black Panther? Like, is that is that part of it? Is this they keep just, that's what their main focus is, is paying a tribute well, to him? Yes and no. So the whole thing is, like, it has very somber tone. MCU, even in its most serious moments, usually has, like, some fun in it. This was not a fun movie. And you can tell it was almost like they were too scared to have fun because of Chadwick Boseman's death. Okay, that's what I and was wondering, yeah. Yes, that did. And that, that slash T'Challa's death play a big role in what is going on. And so I, I, I think they were too scared to have fun. So it just was, it was more serious than it needed to be. Okay. Um, I will say that, like, the opening sequence was very, very cool. And there was a part at the end that was really, really cool. Um, not the final fight. The final fight has to be one of the worst, if not the worst, in the MCU. Oh, man. It was, so, it was so boring. And just a CGI sh crap fest. Uh, fight, I will probably, that's, you know, and someone, I, when I, one of the things I saw online, and it was true, like, someone's like, I've rewatched so many of the Phase 1 through 3 movies and could keep going back and watching those. I have had no desire to go back and watch any Phase Four movie again, and I'm like, yeah, 
Absolutely. It's almost like how I feel like <laughs> phases one through three are like seasons like three through ten of uh, The Simpsons. And then beyond mm-hmm. that, it's just like we're now in the uh, the, the teen the teen seasons that were the quality started declining where they were running out of things to do. This is kind of where I feel like we're at with the MCU right now. Except for the TV stuff, because I love She-Hulk. The TV stuff has been great on, on Disney+, Plus, but the movies I've just very much been uh, with. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Also, um, I was gonna, I, so I watched the entire new season, not, not to bring back Rick and Morty, but I was like, oh man, I'm gonna watch like Black Adam or do something productive with my time. Instead, I watched the entire new season of Rick and Morty, which is meh. It's, it's got good moments, but it's meh. So I, wow, we are very meh in this episode. So far, I can't wait to talk about That's because our ideas have not come out yet, which are going to be yes, meh plus a million. So, so to to go over the DC EU existence and whatnot. So James Gunn has taken over, and they're basically slash burn everything right now. So that's, I mean, good. I guess I'm trying to find this one image that they had for this where it had like a breakdown of like every, like what actively still going, what isn't still going. Cause it was a really cool, like breakdown. Uh, wait, this might be it. You know what? This is close enough. So I'm going to use it. Um, why is this computer not going back? Oh, that's why. Cause I clicked on the wrong thing. <laughs> that was on me. That was on me. <laughs> I did that. All right, so here I got this. It, this this is perfect. I got this thing in front of me that has everything. So what we've got right now on the slate for like what's coming out? We still have Shazam: Fury of the Gods. That's part of the existing DC universe. So is The Flash, Blue Beetle, and Aquaman. Um, and apparently Waller and Creature Commandos. What is that? Uh, Creature Commandos is going to be an animated series. And oh, Waller okay. is a um, DC EU Max series. So HBO Max is going to be what that one's for. Um, so those are going to be coming out. Those are part of the existing dceu which will last until about 2024 2025 but this is all part of dceu's reset that they're doing so you also got this is part of the elseworld stuff so you got the sequel to the joker constantine 2 and batman part 2 so those are like under the umbrella but they're not part of the actual like going forward stuff like batman's probably going to still go forward but it's going to be like a separate Batman, if that makes any sense. Okay. For the Batman. Okay. Then we have the movies that are coming out, which are movies and TV shows. Sorry, I'll, I'll distinguish. We have Superman Legacy, which is apparently a whole reset. The Authority, which is... By the way, I'm not doing these in like the order they're coming out. I'm just doing them as I'm reading them. Um, the Authority, which is like a Wildstorm property that they're going to be putting in here. Um... We also got the the next movie on the slot, which is Supergirl, um, Woman of Tomorrow, which is a movie, Batman the Brave and the Bold, which will be Batman and Robin, first time featuring Damian Wayne oh. in live action. Okay. To the best of my knowledge. In live action movie. There we go. I'll, I'll, I'll cover my bases with that. Swamp Thing, Lanterns, which will be a Max series, Booster Gold, which will be a Max series, and Paradise Lost, which will be a max series so that's the slate coming up for this so our job me and eric's job is to pitch to ellie our ideas so eric we are i'm pulling out the die the die will be cast i'm gonna go high because it's a six-sided die so of course i get the zygnus so you will be low for who gets the pitch first ellie all right so Five. I get to pitch first. Ellie, do you have any early predictions on what I'm going to pitch at you? No. 
Okay, cool. Awesome. I, I wanted to see if... if... With DC, uh, yeah, I have no idea. All right. So, even though... Even though Constantine's on the list, I would like a Constantine TV show. More based within the DCU doing a DCU-like dark. Like, I, I want to do that. But, I feel with the success... I don't know. Someone needs to get the writers and stuff that were involved with, um... With, uh, Winchester. Supernatural. Like, just... It, it's, like, everything in Supernatural, you just put someone smoking who can do occult magic, it's basically Constantine already. Like, why has a Constantine series never been successful? The formula's there. Everyone loves this stuff. Why can't we have... I, I just... I'm pitching you a good Constantine. Or... And I'm saying Constantine. I'm not saying male or female because we could go with the I aspect gonna, of... I was going to ask you about Of that. that show that Eric still has not watched. Yep. Sandman, where it's Joanna Constantine. It's yep. a female version. I would go with either. Either one would work. Just give me Constantine. Could I it want... be Keanu Reeves? And then no. Oh. It can't. He's too busy being Keanu Reeves and doing Keanu Reeves-like stuff. <laughs> so it obviously can't be him. And I know they have a live-action person that's done him before that's been like in the Arrowverse and stuff. I'm fine if you keep them i just want a constantine live action like show because i think it would work i think it would be something interesting i think it would be something that people would enjoy watching so that's my pick my my I, i'm going first with my craziest just out there just cornering you in an elevator yelling pitch so that's my first one eric i pass the mic to you all right <clears throat> excuse me sounds good Okay, my first one is, um, it is a HBO Max series. All right, all right, and, good. And uh, it is going to be, so I'd like to preface this by talking about another show very quickly. Uh, there was a two-season show that was on AMC, just wrapped up last year. It's called Kevin Can F Himself. That. And the, the premise is, um, by the way, the premise, it sounds... that wasn't him editing himself. I believe, that, that is what the show's called. Is actually what the show is called, yes. but it is always that word, but like scratched out or blocked by something when the, when the title card comes up. <laughs> so any That's so anyway, bad. in the show, so the basic premise is there's this woman who hates her stupid, brutish, oafish husband, and she wants to kill him. Uh, but what makes it interesting is it is a hybrid, three camera sitcom and single camera drama. Mm-hmm. So whenever it's Kevin's zany plot it's filmed like a three camera sitcom with a laugh track and just like over the top performances and very heavy on comedy but then when he leaves the room the lighting changes and it's more like realistic lighting uh shallow depth of field the the story gets more dramatic um so it does the switching thing as a sort of storytelling device as well so that is the premise i'm going with for my show and it is going to be a plastic man show Ooh. Um, Plastic Man has always been kind of a I think people see him as almost sort of like a joke superhero but I've also seen where he can be very like a very serious character as well so that's what is going to be the premise of there's going to be like some comedy aspects where it's Plastic Man's um, his life just his normal you know whatever's going on that day in his in his regular life and it's going to be more like a sitcom and comedic but then when he's actually fighting crime or when it gets to the more serious side it's going to switch to single camera uh much more uh, high-quality cinematography. Um, and it's going to be a little more gritty or a little darker in tone. And then it can, depending on what happens, he could be in the middle of a very gritty thing, and then, boom, you know, a character could walk in, and it changes back to um, sitcom and laugh track and funny and tone changes with that. And to play Plastic Man, uh, somewhat well-known, not, actually, he's not really that well-known, but he's been in a bunch of stuff. Is uh, an actor by the name of Paul Rust. Uh, I first heard of him when he was the main star of the Netflix series Love. And he that's that's one of those shows that's a Judd Apatow show. So it's a good mix of like comedy and drama. And I remember watching that thinking, you know, Paul Rust would make a good um, plastic man because he kind of has like a bigger nose. He kind of looks like an Ichabod Crane look. So I think he looks kind of humorous, but he has the chops to do both comedy and drama that show so i think that's who i want to play plastic man uh we pulled up an image of him and yes yes 100 <laughs> percent. i i i definitely agree with you on that one uh have, haven't seen Mac just just off the image i'm like yeah i can see him being plastic yeah man. i can see that i can see that so 
So, all right. I guess I'm up for my number two pitch. So, my number two pitch, and and I want this to work as a live action, but I don't think it's going to. Because I'm like, I want it to be zany and weird. So, I feel like it has to be within anime, animation. And here's my follow-up to it. What do you follow up Har- the Harley Quinn show with? Ellie, I'm asking. I, I don't know. I guess you're going to tell me. I would like the, <laughs> the people behind the Harley Quinn show to okay. give me a Power Girl animated show. Okay. Because, one, I like Power Girl. I think she's one of the more interesting Kryptonians and in the fact that, like, she's Supergirl but has more depth to her at times where I feel like Supergirl is more on the surface where Power Girl has a lot more depth to her. Also, she has, like, these wacky, weird adventures with um, Harley Quinn in the comics. They have a lot of team-up stuff. So I just think it would be... I, I, I want a live-action or more stuff with Power Girl because everyone focuses on, like, Supergirl and stuff like that. So like, is this a spinoff? I'd say it's a sequel series. Okay, because I was just wondering if they incorporate, like, the same Harley Quinn. I think it would be funny for for it to follow that. because So the same best, universe. Yeah. Okay. For the best of my knowledge... I don't think Power Girl's ever been brought up in the Harley Quinn series. But they do team up a lot in the comics, which I think would and, be... And, yeah, and I have I have read a lot of the Power Girl comics. It's, yes. Yeah, they, it, and and they, they, they can do it a little bit different art style, more close to the... Um, it's a couple that, do, that did, like, the earlier Power Girl stuff. It's very high cartoony. Like, high, high cartoony, but... Vi- it's hard to you you know what I'm talking about. You've seen them before. It's 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 a very noticeable art style they they do, but do it in that art style because it, it yeah. would be a cool follow up to the Harley Quinn series and have it be its own thing, dealing with her crazy like Power Girl's crazy you know world and stuff like that of her you know being this being this hero that wants it all but always somehow is like not like I said Power Girl's weird because she deals more with like she's not. She's she's the last one of the last Kryptonians, but she's not from this dimension. There's someone here who's technically her from the from that world. It, it's 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 an interesting concept because she's out of place, but not at the same. She's she's out of place, but it doesn't dwell on her, but it does at the same time. So I I, I think it would be an interesting thing to do with the whole over the top comedy of of this. Also, I think my my both my and Eric's pitch is just please continue Teen Titans Go. Is our agreed on pitch at, at the end of this. So I, I just wanted to establish like more Teen Titans Go, which I think is still going. I'm going to look that up while Eric pitches his next show. Okay, so my next show is actually a kind of, it's like a marketing tool slash web series. Ooh. It is so. If you all remember back when we did the episode, the DC Marvel uh, anime superpower show, my DC superpower was to have the powers of Matter Eater Lad. Yeah, yes. he could eat anything. Who, so, yeah, who got a name drop in Peacemaker? By yes. the way, yes. So Matter Eater Lad, the Matter Eater Lad cook. It's going to be called Cooking with Matter Eater Lad. Oh so my it's god, going to be a, <laughs> it is going to be a cooking show. I've Matter lost. Eater Lad. Oh. And he is going to, so it's going to, each episode is going to have two parts. It's going to be an actual recipe. And the second part is another recipe, but it's something crazy like yellow cake, uranium, (laughs) uh, stuff like that. And it's going to, it's going to like regularly drop. Like there might be still like once, once a week or once a month, there's going to be an episode. However, when there is a new movie or show coming out, there will be a tie in where he'll do a recipe that's tied to that show to kind of generate hype for it. Plus, he'll have cameos and stuff on the shows. And uh, to play Matter Eater Lad, uh, it is going to be Andrew Ray from the YouTube channel uh, Binging with Babish, which, if you're not familiar with it, it is a cooking channel on YouTube where he cooks recipes from TV shows, movies, video games, comic books, and stuff like that. Like, he's done everything from make... Recipes from The Legend of Zelda to oh. uh, Homer Simpson's Out of This World Moon Waffles to, um, I mean, you name it, he has covered everything. Um, and then if he does a recipe, like, 
eating Chef's chocolate salty balls from South Park. Ah. Um, and he actually followed the recipe because Chef does it in the song, and he followed it and said, okay, these were actually really gross. So he made a, a good chocolate salty ball uh, recipe. So he's funny. He God, this food looks disgustingly culture. good. And yes, and that's the thing. Like He goes through and he actually makes it look good. His channel's great. Every Tuesday he has the Binging with Babish episode where he does a recipe from pop culture. Then he has Basics with Babish, and then he's actually brought in some other guest chefs before to do certain things like there's a guy named alvin who he works with who does anime recipes um uh, yeah uh he would be matter Ulet, and he would do cooking shows that promote uh the new movies plus he would just do recipes and stuff you know what this is like some highbrow concept that i really like of like this like in-universe per like because he would be so, so, so what you're saying, let, let me just establish, I don't know why I'm helping you pitch this, by the way. <laughs> um, it's, it would be like, would you want Andrew Ray to basically be himself, but in the DC universe, he's a matter eater lad instead? Yes, absolutely. Okay. He, he, he's going to be acting, because when he does these recipes, he, he has a very like deep, uh, I don't say monotone, but it's a very deep, nice sounding speaking voice. And he records you can basically see from the neck down so a lot of the the um characteristics and mannerisms come through his hands or his voice you never really see his face that much and that's really how it would be it'd be basically him wearing a, a matter eater lad costume and acting as matter eater lad and just doing his show you know what this is this, this is one of those like weird like i'm not not met it's uh, multi-tier marketing is that what i want to say or something yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's it's where like you would have this as a youtube series completely separate but if like matter your lads involved in something you'd actually see him in there but this would god yes. dang it eric I don't know how you did it twice by winning with Matter Eater Lad, but I think you might have done it. So now is when I pull out my trump card for my final pitch. My final pitch is Booster Gold. I figured that was going to come up. Now, I know you're like, oh, well, they've already done a booster. They're already going to do Booster Gold. But my pitch is who's going to play? Ellie, who would play Booster Gold? Chris Pratt is too busy doing everything else, so he cannot. Who would be great... As oh, you a, know who I'm going to pick. Who are you going to pick? Mal. This is, there's moments where our minds, yes. I was going to say Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Everyone's like, have him be Hal Jordan. No, he would work amazingly in this day and age yeah. as a washed up wannabe, 100%. Super, wannabe superhero that has to go back in time yes. to be relevant. It would be great to have, to have, um. To have Nathan Fillion yep, I agree. in there as Booster Gold. I I mean, it, it, he he works with James Gunn all the time. It it's what else does he have to do? I mean, seriously, <laughs> what else do you have? I I know there's the rookie or whatever, and and is you're that on big, still going. I think so. And oh, yes, okay. uh, Team Titans Go is on e- I- EMDB. IMDb as um <laughs> does not have have an end date. So I'm pretty sure they're just going to continue with that because. As much as everyone hates it, it's super popular. Which, by the way, if you want my side note real quick, um, for all of you out there hating Velma, I'm just throwing this out there. There's so many people that hate Teen Titans, it's still going. So, hate, hate watching's a thing, apparently. Are people I, oh. hating Velma? Oh my god, yeah. It, it's By the way, just announcing this real quick, it's gotten a second season. Everybody. Yeah, I saw that. How? I, uh, I that, You know what, that's the thing. Everyone's talking about it online because they hate it. But that's generating. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. There's, there's oh, yeah. no bad. There's no bad publicity. No, the exactly. People, people, I think people are watching it out of sheer curiosity. I have yet to, but I am very curious because it's gotten so much hate and it's getting pooped on constantly. So I, I, I'm curious to to check it out at some point. But the fact that it got renewed for a second season, I mean, yeah, it probably has the numbers because people are going, "What is going on with the show that everyone hates? That is getting terrible ratings, terrible reviews, but yet seems to be." the discourse for the past month, at least on, on line. Oh, it's going to keep going. Um, and I mean, I've, I've watched all of it up, up to the point of this record. I've watched all of it. Is it good? It, it has its moments. It has its moments, but Scooby-Doo isn't like some, I mean, I've watched tons of Scooby-Doo, but it's like, it's, it's a weird take on it that I'm like, I'm fine with this. And also 
as I've said before, it's been decaling. Like, I'm not saying this in offensive towards her. If you've seen what she's done in the past, how are you surprised by this? Like, that's that's my thing. Is people are like, oh my gosh, it's like it's been decaying. You you go in expecting that she's gonna shake up the status quo. Like, why why would you think it would be anything but that? Which is fine. Like I said, I'm indifferent. I'm glad it got another season because I mean, as I've said before. I think people that like hate Teen Titans Go, it's like this is the reason they they love making meta jokes and making the the fun of it as they do because they know people hate it to no end and they troll them. Cuz there's the entire episode of like Slade's Return. Yeah. Where the entire like the episode begins with them flat having like talking about how awesome of a battle it was with Slade. Yeah. And you never you never see the battle. But it's just this <laughs> recap of that. Yes. In every, uh, and every... They just vague... Like, they don't go into any details, but it's just... Like I said, Teen Titans Go, the writers for that, have gotten that people hate them. And that they hate it. And the funny thing is, it's the same people that wrote the original Teen Titans. So. I... But, I mean, for me... Anyways, first, my pitch, Nathan Finley has Booster Gold going back. I was just going to say, for the Teen Titans thing, like, I like both of them equally for what they are. Like they're completely different takes on the series, but I I I love both of them. I I like I said, T, if if you ever see an episode where it's us talking about Teen Titans, like picking an episode of each or doing that, it means that we didn't have a topic that week. Have we done that yet? No. Will we probably do it in the future? Yes. So it, it's it's just a fun go to because there's they have solid episodes. Plus they're the weirdest episodes. They have they have episodes about them like. Oh, what is it? Managing um, property, property management. There's an entire episode around them discussing <laughs> property management, and and how to. And it's like a dead serious one to like dead serious. Like this is what you do. So no, I mean, like I said, to end my thing, my pitch: Booster Gold is already there. Cast Nathan Fillion. Just have him be in there. I think he'd be great for it. it it'd be phenomenal. Plus, I I want it to be as super meta and weird as Peacemaker is. So. And, I mean, I don't see why we can't get that. So, I, I guess I'll hand over to Eric for him to, you know... I, I mean, he's he he's already won. At, at this point, it's it's like, you've won the game. Why are you going for a two-point conversion at this point? Like, you've, you've, you've won. All right. So, I, my, my last one is, a, is an actual movie. All right. And it, is, and it is called New Gotham 66. So... Oh God! Set, <laughs> it is set in modern day. It is the modern day version of Gotham City from the 1966 Batman series. Like it's set, you know, because that was 1966. It's set 50 years in the some years, whatever we are oh, in now. Oh my God! This is set then, and so we know that Adam West has passed away. So in this universe, Batman has also passed away, but Burt Ward is still alive. He will reprise his role as Dick Grayson, and he is a mentor to a long running. Uh, line of superheroes who have protected that Gotham uh, throughout the years. Um, and so it's basically going to be an over-the-top, very tongue-in-cheek, but still played very seriously movie about this young group of superheroes who are the next the next generation of, uh, of Gotham's, this particular Gotham's protectors. It's going to have like tons of celebrity cameos, just like the show did. It's going to be very melodramatic, kind of like Adam West reading, those kind of things. Uh, the fights are going to be ridiculous and have like the pow and the zap and all that kind of stuff come onto the screen. Um, so it seems very disconnected other than it's, we know it's taking place in the universe of the 1966 Batman. However, the post credit scene. So the, the Joker will be the will be like the main bad guy, and it'll be it'll be someone ridiculous. It'll be some comedian or something like that, and they'll arrest. Got to get somebody that has a mustache. That oh, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. It's gonna be over. it's gonna be just like Cesar Romero. He's gonna have the um, he's gonna have the makeup over the mustache, everything like that. Um, honestly, you know what? Let's just get you know who would do it. You know who would do it. Uh, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's going to do it. He's going to grow a mustache specifically. And we know he's done the voice of the Joker. He can do it. He's just going to be an older version of the Joker. He's going to be like the son of the, the of Cesar Romero's Joker. Uh, so anyway, the post credit scene is it's going to be Burt Ward. And he's, uh, he's, he's uh, as Dick Grayson. And he's got the superheroes there at, at Wayne Manor, which he inherited after Bruce died. 
and he's sitting there and he's like, you know, I've you know, we've heard about this disturbance and uh, Wayne Tech and and uh, there have been some weird things. So we need to be vigilant and there's going to be you're going to all of a sudden see this footstep come in and it's going to be um, it's going to be um, some some bad guy from the current MCU or the current MCU. Yes, <laughs> the current DC, the current <laughs> DC universe. And it's basically going to be like there's some sort of like dimensional rift, which draws this into the actual DCU going forward. That's the post credit scene. Right. And those characters will end up appearing in these other ones. All right, Ellie. We pitched. Some of us better than others, obviously. I we need to stop doing these because I Eric just comes to play. Well, no offense, sweetheart. I love you so much, but I kind of assumed Eric was going to win anyway. Ah, <laughs> see, I I thought my my Nathan Fillion Trump card. But you didn't really put too much behind, like, Eric comes with, like, actual plot scenarios and other things, not just, like... I'm, I'm an idea guy. I'm not a writer. Oh, okay. So, uh, I'm going to say my top... I mean, have, have, have you read my book, I'm an idea guy, not a writer? That's that's the entire book. It's just a one-page book. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with my top three. Okay. Top three out of six. So, yes. there is three that you that did a terrible job. Not ne- no, not necessarily. It just this. I didn't say wait. I didn't like. I didn't say there were any I didn't like. I'm just saying if I'm gonna rank them in top three, this is for me personally though. So okay. other people might vote differently. And please, I mean, please do, please do. Yes, and everyone, please let us know. We would love to hear this. So this is just my and your opinion. own pitches that Ellie yes. will not read. Yes, she she's not, <laughs> she's not on Twitter. <laughs> right, you you can uh, Zinger, you can tell me on the show, and then I will. Uh, you can read them for me. Um, my number three, I think, is going to have to be the, um, the Power Girl. Yes. Because I do know what you're trying to get at. And if you've read the Power Girl comics, you would know what he is trying to get at. And I think it would actually be a very successful sequel, spinoff, whatever they did with it. Um, and it would be an easy way for them to, um, do crossovers. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially if the, um, Harley Quinn, sorry, I have like horrendous allergies. So I'm all nasally today. Um, the, if the Harley Quinn show is still going on, um, you know, and, and we all know DC is notorious for that. They did that with. Uh, a lot of their TV shows before when they had, um... It doesn't have a conclusion, by the way. There's a okay. special, but okay. I don't know if that's concluding it. Okay. Well, like I said... Sorry, I, I was just establishing that the Harley Quinn is still in existence. Yes. Um, DC and their live-action TV shows have obviously shown that they like the crossover bit. Ooh, ooh um, wait, wait, you just gave me an idea. Oh, okay. I want to do a, a series around Jim Gordon, but before... Like, when he's first coming to Gotham. Have, like, a ton of young versions of everybody. Have it make no sense. Are you trying to hit at something worth? (laughs) No, 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 no. I was was talking about Gotham, actually. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah, Um, you you forgot that show existed until I mentioned it. I did enjoy watching it when I did. Sorry, continue, continue. Stop distracting me. Um, so <laughs> I, I think that that could be actually a very successful show and a very good idea. So good job on that one. Um, number two, I would have to say, um, the cooking show. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm a sucker for cooking shows anyway. And I love, um, she has her own show on HBO now. Oh crap. What's her name? She did the nerdy nummies. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, and she would do that. She would have, like, people that would recommend, um, you know, from different anime, uh, live-action shows, cartoons, anything nerdy. Um, they would give her ideas, and she would make a nummy based off of the, the nerdy. Um, and she has her own cooking show, too, on HBO right now, too. Um, but, so, I could see that that would be very, very popular, um, with a lot of different generations, and uh, I I like the tie-in to the, you know, wrapping it in when the the new movies would come out, and then I think we all know what the 
number one pick would be. It's the one you just did. What Eric just did? Yes. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like the one you just did. That you need to verify that. So, um, as long as you have shark repellent in there, I'm in. Um, oh, oh, absolutely. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You know when you were when you were first like starting to talk, and you were like that, like that's that world, but. In today's time, I mean, I was in. I, I think that would be so funny. Um, I think that it would be great for new fans and old fans. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I and and the way you still related it into like the current um, universe. Um, you know, with the with the new movies coming out, and you know, and really go over the top with the still use the old like wham and have it like cover the whole screen and bam and bam. Oh, i mean I, biff yeah there will there will totally be like surf like like whoever the new batman or whoever like the new main hero is he would totally have a surf competition <laughs> if, with the joker and it would have to have you know the the bat shark repellent oh gosh that, that, that kind of stuff would absolutely be in there yeah and i i think that would be kind of a, a cult classic like the movie um with the, you know, the one based off of the manga with the, oh, shoot. The little guy that that has the powers and then the, shoot, what is it? What are you talking about? The, the movie they made based off of those mangas that they were going to do possibly an animated series. Scott Pilgrim? Yes. Like, I can see this one-shot movie. <laughs> I couldn't remember how to describe God it. God dang it. <laughs> Good job, you got it. <laughs> there were so many things factually wrong with what you said. But you still got it, though. I know. <laughs> um, but, like, I can see this movie being, like, a cult classic like that. To where it's, like, so off the wall and so crazy. But it would be, like, super instantly, you know a fan favorite so um hands down that would have to be my number one just throwing this out there real quick um looking it up there was a john there was a constantine series back in 2014 um actor matt ryan not quarterback matt ryan who has reprised the role throughout all of the arrowverse flashverse stuff also has done the voice for a lot of it in the, like, TV... I mean, in, like, the Constantine City of Demons, stuff like that. And has reprised the role voice-wise in Harley Quinn. Oh. So, that Matt Ryan has done a lot of stuff involving Constantine. And I would say, if they did it again, have him be constant. Just have him continue it. He's the TV show or the DCU version, whereas Keanu Reeves is the Elseworld version. I, like I said, I have no problem with this guy doing it. He he looks the part. He everything I've seen. Every time I've seen the live action, I'm like, it's fine. It works. Sorry, I was going back to that real quick. So so even though I pitched you the perfect late stage career move for Nathan Fillion, <laughs> but you just pitched me a character playing a role, not the actual premise of the show. The premise of the show is he's a washed up super. I'm the idea guy. I think someone's feelings are hurt. Yeah, whatever. I I got on the board. I was going to pitch a Nightwing show, but I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. Aside from just be like, we're going to have Nightwing in this. <laughs> and and Titans did that, and they got canceled. So well, They had several seasons, though. More than you'd think. Yeah. More than you'd think if you watched that sh- series originally. I watched but- the first season all the way through. I didn't think it was that bad. I know there was a lot of heat on that, but anyways. Anyways, so congratulations, Eric, on once again reminding me why I need to stop doing these because you come you come to play with these things. God he damn. comes to slay. Come on, that was fun. You know, I do the out-of-date pop culture references, but <laughs> god dang it. God dang it, Ellie. <laughs> The, the, the youth are going to be so against this right now. So, um, I, like I said, I double-checked that. Harley Quinn has a special for Valentine's coming out soon. Um, as we've established, 
I swear there was somewhere where it said Harley Quinn and Teen Titans Go were like a continuing thing within the DC. I'm, I'm trying to find that. You know what? Was it saved on my phone? Um, I don't know. There, there was an actual image I had. Nope, guess I didn't save it. <laughs> oh, well. Anyways, um, so to, to sum it up, I, I guess, what are each of us expecting from the DCU? As a quick end to this. I, I'll go first. My expectation is just, just, have, just have stuff out there. What they've done with Suicide Squad and um, Peacemaker is perfect. You have an established universe. You don't need to try to force everything into it. Just just have good stories exist. The rest of it will... As we've seen with the uh, MCU, you don't need everything interconnected because, as Eric said, um, you have a movie with a ton of plots going everywhere. I mean, a ton of people going everywhere, but there's nothing really to it. So, yep. so yeah. Um, Eric, your expectation for the DC EU now? I... I'm actually optimistic. Uh, I really, really think James Gunn brought a great... I mean, he took... It's kind of a... I always like to think of Guardians of the Galaxy as a big slap in the face to DC. It is. Because at the time, it was like they couldn't even make a good Superman and Batman movie. And then he was taking this thing that outside of comic fans really wasn't known and made it a huge hit uh, and a integral part of the MCU. So I have high hopes for James Gunn and what he's going to be doing uh, with what the DCEU will be under his leadership. Um, I think it is in good hands. I think that I'm actually the first time legitimately excited for what is to come from, from DC. So uh, I will be keeping my eyes on what comes down the pipeline. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they'll have some good luck because on the convert on the, on the flip side, I, the MCU, which I love is really just been very hit or miss more misses Spinning tires. for me. So um, yeah, it's uh, I definitely think it's like, okay, they, they have gotten a little too big for their britches, so in the meantime, I hope that some of that energy goes to DC and they can they can make something I enjoy as much as those first three phases of the MCU. All right, Ellie. Um, yeah, I mean, I, t I totally agree with Eric. I, I think that is always the perfect example is Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah, I mean, I knew who they were vaguely, but now they're some of my favorite characters. Um, and I just thought that was just classic what he did with them. So, yeah, I mean, the DC Universe has such great material and, and such great stories to tell. So I am very excited is if we finally get some good ones out of this. All right. Uh, on that note, Eric, what are you playing or watching this week? So, uh, so I know that this will be posted a few weeks from when no, we No, 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 this... this I, Sorry, behind the scenes thing real quick. This will be posted like Thursday of the week that we're recording it. Oh, cool. Well, either way, uh, there are very strong rumors that there is a Nintendo Direct on the way. Okay. And that that's usually a pretty good, they, they usually have one every February. So several people who are basically saying it's happening this week. The thing that is very interesting is about a year ago, they were supposed to release the um, the remakes of Advance Wars 1 and 2, which is a fun strategy game that they had uh, on... Uh, th these two specifically were on Game Boy Advance. Uh, Hand-drawn animation by Way Forward, who do the Shantae games. It's supposed to be great, and the game was done. And then it was supposed to release right around the time all the stuff started happening in Ukraine. So out of respect to that, um, Nintendo was like, we're, we're withdrawing the release the foreseeable future and people were wondering if it was going to even see the light of day now some things have updated online and some retailers have said they've actually gotten some things in saying that the game physically will be available february 10th which is this coming friday so i pre-ordered this game like over a year ago hmm. and so this game may be getting a shadow digital and physical drop at the end of the week in which case i'm very excited because i never got to play the original advanced wars i hear they're fantastic um and these are supposed to be like the definitive versions of them. So I'm hoping I'll be able to say it by the end of this week, I'll, I'll have the game and be able to play it. But that's that's kind of the thing I have my, my fingers crossed on. Um, 
other thing I'm doing right now is uh, last episode we recorded when we had uh, Kyra on talking about Vox Machina, which, which will I'll be the be next watching, episode you'll listen yes, to in order. Yes. Of release. Uh, she she uh, she mentioned a book that uh, she was reading called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. So I decided to go ahead and pick it up, and I'm reading through that right now, and it is really really good. Uh, I have been thoroughly enjoying it, and uh, I will be continuing on with reading that. Ellie, what are you playing or watching? Probably some more that Disney game because they're going to do a new update soon. God, you were cursed with that game. Yes, it's so fun. Ugh. I love it. Um, For me, going to be... Gonna be actually playing. I've I've been back on playing Power Wars Simulator for like no apparent reason. Oh, and you get on me about playing the Disney game. It's relaxing. <laughs> it is. It is zen. Oh, okay. To play that, a- actually, more zen is the um is the lawnmower simulator. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because that's I I feel that that's the better version. But since I've got Power Wash on um Game Pass, I was like, you know, I'll play it some more and everything. So playing that. And I'm going to try to get up to date on the MCU because I'm behind right now. And I guess I need to watch this Wakanda Forever. Also, I was going to watch Black Adam before this to to pitch, you know, bringing that back. But who knows? I Like I said, I find it interesting that, like, they're, where they're going with this. So I'm, I'm excited to see where the DCEU goes. So from from here on out, we'll, we'll see what happens. And I'm like I said, I think the best thing was when DC was struggling to get a Superman versus Batman thing out... Marvel went, we have a movie where there's a talking tree and a raccoon. Your move, DC. Which, which, yeah, that, that was 100%. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy was the biggest middle finger to DC, I think, at the time. Because it, it was like, we're just going to take our, at the time, most obscure thing and make a hit out of and it. And now it's a very, very successful ride in Epcot. Yep. Yep. All right, so Eric, where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg. And you can find Zingness wherever you find great podcasts. Uh, join us next week for another nerdy topic, which will be Vox Machina. See, it's the conclusion to season one. There, that's, that's what next week's topic is. Enjoy. Bye! the show.